0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: You have offended this podcast, and you have offended the entire movie-making community. Don't fuck with the Japanese kafano. You don't even know me yet. Only a ninja can stop a ninja. And you have found it. We are You Have Offended, this podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who knows for sure that only a ninja can stop a ninja, Chad
0: Lindsay. yes, (laughs) Yes. that was the old adage, (laughs) that it was only a ninja that can stop a ninja, and I am so excited to talk about this movie. The movie that, when I saw it as a kid, gave me goddamn nightmares. And uh, here we are tonight, and I'm just going to be laughing my ass off, because this movie is so fucking crazy and so awesome. It's so good. Like,
1: there's... Okay, when I think of good cheese, I think of, like, a triple cream brie. I think of, like, an aged cheddar. Maybe a nice gorgonzola. This is, like... Drip-ass American melted cheese on a fucking hamburger. Like, this is raw dog cheese, man. This is...
0: This is so good. And it got me thinking. I, I watched this movie like three or four times prepping for this, and... This movie just goes off like it just it's like it's like a screenwriter was like sitting in a dojo with ninja statue just doing rail after rail <laughs> of cocaine as he smashed his fucking fingers into the keyboard of his black typewriter. It is <laughs> like it's crazy and and dude, I have to say something right off the jump. Forget about the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the WB universe or all these universes. I wish we had Canon films still and I wish we could do a Canon films Ninja Universe. Oh. And I was watching this cuz fucking listen, Kane Kazuki in this film is awesome. He's Great. incredible. So, my pitch would be we take American Ninja, okay? Yep. We take Enter the Ninja and this film and somehow we have to take Ortega and Venarius and like basically <laughs> need to take the villains and they were part of some sort of like massive conglomerate and yep. now we've got Kyle now Vano. we've got yeah kane kasugi all grown up right mm-hmm. and then we have a guy playing michael dudikoff's son grown up and we can make oh. make it, that that guy uh cam i don't know how to pronounce his last name uh giganette he was in uh he was in twilight but he was in that um martial arts film that MMA film that was pretty good anyway he looks like Dudikoff and okay then Franco Nero's son we get Scott Atkins. Oh. and we get these three motherfuckers nice. as the sons uh basically taking down this because every one of those films like has like an evil guy at the top like doing something off and I was just like man if we could do like a canon of films like universe where yes. we're the sons of these guys. And if we had the money, we'd have Jackson's son played by Michael B. Jordan. Like what the fuck? Like it's a yes. fantasy. So, yeah. And we put it together and we basically have four uh, ninjas kicking criminal ass all over the globe. And we call it Ninja generation yeah ninja generations or something stupid (laughs) right ninja genealogy or some shit i just (laughs) i just had so much fun watching this i was just like fuck why don't we have more of this like why don't we have more of these low budget films and looking at our stats like in the last two weeks we've had a huge increase in subscribers so there's probably people that are listening to us maybe for the first time which thank you yeah thank you very much we're we absolutely love these movies but then we go and we shit on them for being stupid but just to point out we fucking love these movies and the things that are so stupid that's what we love so i'm, I'm excited to get into this
1: yeah i i can't wait to get into this let's let's not waste any time before we jump in as always we want to thank our patrons mike and mike you guys rule thank you so much If you would like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Check out the levels of support there for just for as low as five bucks a month. You can get access to all the full podcasts a day early on Sunday night. They're going to come out in chunks through the week. If you may have noticed, you get chunks Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. With being a patron, you get the full podcast on Sunday without this pitch to the patrons. You can give us more than five bucks a month. That would be dope. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on on Twitter, at YHOTP. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by just searching You Have Offended This Podcast. Uh, If you don't want to become a patron and don't want that sort of recurring charge, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. That's kind of our home base, and you can actually go and buy some merch there. If you want a hat or a t-shirt or a mug or a fanny pack or a raincoat, something like that. You can buy something cool to rep the podcast, and then we get a little bit from that too to keep the lights on here at You Have Offended This Podcast's world headquarters split up between Toronto and the East Coast. That would be awesome. Try and do that if you can. Uh, You can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Movie suggestions, favorite scenes, anything like that. Let us know what's up. So we'll jump right into this movie here, and off the friggin' bat, we get a ridiculous mistake. (laughs) <laughs> because we open this movie with a shot and it's the 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 logo says Tokyo Japan but it's a shot of one of the most famous temples in fucking Kyoto it's Kinkakuji the golden temple in famously in Kyoto yes, <laughs> which yes. is nowhere fucking near Tokyo <laughs> but this opening wasn't even part of the movie initially this started with the, the journey of Cho, played by Kazuki in Los Angeles. And when the initial writer of the film, here, James Silky, wrote the, the screenplay, it fucking apparently just didn't work and made no sense at all. And nobody knew what was happening. Why is he selling this? Why are these ninjas after him? Like, what the fuck is going on? So Manaheim Golan came in, wrote this whole opening massacre scene to give the a bit of backstory on... Who is this guy? What's going on? Why are these ninjas attacking him?
0: Why is he in LA?
1: Like, what the fuck is going on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I remember watching it and trying to figure out. I was like, when they were at the art dealership, they're like, oh, the dolls are ready to import. And I was like, isn't he making the dolls in LA? Why are they being imported? So it's... uh, (laughs) Right? (laughs) But he was probably so goddamn mad that he was thinking about massacring the writers and the film crew, because this is a brutal goddamn opening. Like this is, Oh my God. This is a brutal massacre of like women and children who are completely (laughs) defenseless (laughs) by a bunch of goddamn ninjas. Um, and it kicks it off. And this, this was fucking scary to me as a kid. Oh yeah. I've been whatever it was 11 or 12 or whenever I saw this on VHS this was frightening.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember it. Like, this came out in 83. So I was 12 that year, but I don't know if I actually watched it that year. I may have watched it. I think I think we must have watched this in high school, yeah?
0: It must have been, like, junior high or a little bit later. It might have been, like, an 80. Because films in those days didn't jump to video right away. No. But this this film, like, steps it up and grabs your attention really quickly. So right
1: away here, we get this beautiful kind of idyllic Japanese house here, and the family is kind of mucking around and doing their thing. The opening credits are kind of coming out here, and we get the introduction of the two kind of main characters here, that being Shokozuki playing Cho, Cho Osaki, and Arthur Roberts playing Braden, his, in this, as far as we know right now, his friend who is going to help him Uh, market his, I guess, custom-made dolls or whatever in the United States. And as they're talking, Braden is trying to convince Cho to go to the States. And Cho doesn't want to go. Cho wants to stay on his ancestral land here where his family has fucking battled forever. Whatever the fuck. But as the people are walking around, we see these ninjas creeping out of the bamboo and, like, hiding up in the bamboo trees and
0: shit. Yeah. (laughs) and they're dressed in, completely in black amongst the green so yes, i mean it's not blending they're not blending at all but that's fine that's the way it like they're they're hiding really badly like there's there's like a like a concrete pagoda and there's like yes. a ninja hiding behind it except for his ass head shoulder and knee is <laughs> <laughs> sticking out it's just like i'm not a ninja but i don't know if this guy has uh graduated from uh The abridged school of ninja fighting, as Raphael put it in uh, TMNT 90. (laughs) Yes, they did not.
1: There is a lot of ninjas here. And all of a sudden, you see there's a ton of them. And the family is standing around. And then the mom, who is Cho's wife, sees these ninjas and, "Oh, oh, my God and the grandfather comes over
0: and just gets fucking massacred yeah well he kind of deserved it for the world's weakest swing that he threw but, you know. <laughs> that is true
1: yeah with the with the extended camera but yeah the grandmother gets killed here the the wife or the is this the grandmother that gets the comma across the neck oh, that was brutal dude that was so jesus brutal. dude and then his son goes out to the edge and that one
0: ninja throws the shuriken and hits him right in the fucking face again man we're we're getting we're getting a movie that kills a kid like the the the, the ninja dude. movies like we did lady snowblood last week and we're like they killed a fucking little kid and here yeah. we are again killing a little fucking kid but we're three and a half minutes in <laughs> yeah yeah we are early like, we fuck are very dude early we're right the at the film. beginning <laughs> fucking opening credits are still rolling (laughs) like it is a bloodbath in the downtown tokyo (laughs) (laughs) the the one house in downtown tokyo
1: and fucking cho and brayden starting rolling up here and all these ninjas they give the little spread out sign after they slaughter this family cho's wife gets a fucking longbow arrow to the sternum drops her and then the ninjas scatter when they hear cho and and Cho is now explaining, I can't leave, I have to stay here, my family's been fighting on this land. But then Cho very dramatically stops Braden and looks around and realizes, oh my god, there's like 5011 bodies of my family yeah. <laughs> lying about.
0: <laughs> like, everybody is just fucking toe up. Hard. Okay, Shokuzuki plays this role
1: serious as fuck. There is none of the... You know when we talked about Enter the Ninja and we were like, this movie's a fucking comedy.
0: Yeah, like there's a lot of playful, kind of like, yeah, winking at the camera. Like literal winking at the camera. Literal. And there's none of that here.
1: Shokuzuki's dead fucking serious. He goes up, he's folding his arms over the body of his dead son, sees his wife, and he just goes junkyard dog on these ninjas. Yeah. When they kind of come down, like he's laying pain on these dudes when they come at him. He sees his wife with the arrow in her chest and then these ninjas jump down and he's like okay well fuck all you guys and this is actually a pretty decent little fight
0: scene this this is like some of those earlier like the massacres kind of looked a little a little faked and a, a little soft like you know not committing with the uh with the strikes but Shokuzugi is driving it. Like there's ninjas up on the roof and he's like thrusting the sword up and pulling it out. And he's doing it with an intensity and a force and time on target and then pulling like it's really good.
1: Yeah, I like him a lot. And then, okay. So ninjas pop up over the hill here over the top of the, the, the roof and Braden shoots them with his gun. Yeah. Now, do, do you think that that Braden shooting these ninjas off the roof is a a little bit of a breadcrumb there to be like only a ninja can stop a ninja like Braden kills ninjas so does that supposed to be like a flashback oh Braden killed these
0: ninjas therefore obviously he's a ninja too dude i i i think that what you said is like glorious but i don't I don't mean to insult this film, but this film is not that fucking smart. Like it's (laughs) like, it's just, it's just not like, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a breadcrumb or a fucking clue to the audience. I think that they just wanted to get in some action and they're like, "Brayden, shoot some motherfuckers. Like, yeah, I, I I don't think so. But if it was, that'd be really cool.
1: That would be, but yeah, you're right.
0: I don't, I don't think it is. I can't give you the credit. Yeah. I but that would be that would be a nice little nod.
1: Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I think so. I do like the show squaring up against the three ninjas with the with the longbows, and they shoot one, shoot two, shoot three, and he catches one, catches two, and then turns around and catches the third one in his teeth.
0: In his teeth, it was great. That was it pretty fucking me, dope. Well, like, it made I, me think of Show enough right? He's he like, catch his bullets in his teeth, please, please, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's good, like, he, he grabs the two arrows, catches the third arrow in his teeth, and then basically just spear drops the uh, the arrows and he just forces them into the chest of uh, the ninja at his feet. So, again. This captures your attention, like the fight scenes with uh, Brayden and the ninjas are a little soft, like he's obviously not as skilled as somebody like Shokusugi, but yeah it's it's passable. We'll call it passable
1: It is passable. Brayden steals the sword here and kills a ninja. We get this kind of kind of it's I'm torn if this is cool or weird, the sword fight and spear fight in this bamboo maze garden thing between Shokazuki and a bunch of the ninjas here.
0: It's kind of all right. When I was a kid, I loved it. And then when I was watching it, you know, over the weekend, I I I think they just stuck the bamboo in the ground and kind of made yeah. this little area for it. It's it's not bad. It's it's I think it just kind of showcases his skill of dodging and avoiding and being situationally aware. Yeah, uh, so he can dodge and strike at the same time, which is which is pretty dope. It is pretty good. And then we get the ninja hedge, uh, coming and lining up all the ninjas. Uh, five,
1: six ninjas here. He's got. To yeah, th-
0: they look like they're getting ready to do the thriller dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now this this little section does have a lot of waiting around syndrome. Yeah, and there's again a a semi functional use of a smoke bomb. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, 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 well it the smoke bomb goes off in front of a ninja and then it clears and the ninja is still there <laughs> like yep. in the exact same pose um <laughs> it's like oh you you did
1: nothing with that sir all right Ooh. well all right i guess that's one way to play that <laughs> that's that's one way to, <laughs> like, to use your smoke bomb it's throwing the off speed i guess whatever all right but I'll tell you, man, like you said, this is a movie that's the dopest shit in the world
0: if you're 12 or 13. Oh, like, this was, like, I don't, like, for, for younger people, I don't know if they understand how big this ninja culture hit at oh. this time, right? Like, yeah. that early to mid-80s, and maybe less in the, in the late 80s, but that early to mid-80s, it's like the 1950s and 60s when little boys were into uh, cowboys, Right? And sheriffs. And and then it just kind of transitioned into this. And every kid was obsessed with fucking ninjas. Oh, dude. I remember
1: making throwing stars out of sheet metal and shit. And like fake fighting my friends and stuff you know what i mean like being ninjas and loving these movies like i could not get enough of this
0: shit you'd get a black t-shirt and wrap it around your head like a fucking asshole and you'd be like (laughs) running around with your with your sheet metal fucking shurikens or if like your dad wouldn't let you you'd use like the the top of a tuna can so it wasn't quite as strong (laughs) you know yep You'd oh yeah, running around like an asshole, like with a hockey stick instead of a sword, and like all of the all of the thirty year old men would just be shaking their heads at you as you ran up and down the street.
1: Yep, with your sections of a hockey stick shaft sawing off, <laughs> and then a a piece of fucking rope screwed into the ends of it to make nunchucks. Like yeah, yeah, like so yeah, w- this was huge. So Shokuzuki kicks the ass out of all these ninjas, and the grandmother comes up here and is distraught obviously at the death of uh, your entire fucking family and cho finds the baby that his wife hid who is actually played by his infant son in this case shane shane kazuki is the baby here and Braden now convinces cho hey man your whole family's dead now like what are you doing why don't you come to america which is super fucking insensitive his entire family's been murdered it's the most
0: insensitive motherfucking moment (laughs) in the film and and they killed a kid, right? <laughs> they so killed his son. Yeah, yeah. And, but the fact that he's drenched in his fucking wife's blood and and holding, <laughs> holding the last lineage of his family who barely survived, and he's like, fuck Z, now you gotta come to L.A. and open an art gallery. We'll make lots of money. We'll make lots of money. <laughs> you really helped me out. Could you help me out now? <laughs> like, his
1: blood... Cho's family is literally running down his face. Yes. (laughs) And he's talking to his mom. While they're
0: having a conversation, there is a ninja bent backwards like the guy in the stairwell (laughs) in the raid. Like, on a fucking post like Vlad the Impaler put him there. And he's just hanging in the background. And he's like, hey, you really should come here. You can't stay and fight the ninja forever. And what is with that fucking land that his family's been fighting the ninja for generations on it? Like... If ninjas ever came to the place where I grew up over on fucking Prince Street, like dad would have moved us the fuck out fast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> A ninja clan's coming. Well,
1: too bad, baby. Gotta go. Gotta <laughs> go. So the, uh, chose mom here. The grandmother is like, I don't trust this fucking guy. I don't think we should do it. And he's like, Hey, he's my friend. Come on. What are you going to do? All our- my whole family's dead. Let's go. <laughs> so they pack up, cut to the American flag is flying and now young baby this is now whatever it is seven or eight years later i guess six seven years later and the grandmother is walking with young now we're seeing the baby grown-up who is played by kane kazuki and we get five little young toughs here who oh no they're gonna pick on young kane. He's, he actually plays kane in the movie and he's actually pretty cool like the, the the bully kids are screwing with him and taking his hat and he's
0: like could you move please yeah but then he beats he beats the ass off these kids, man. Like he's <laughs> This is fucking great cuz like this kid is fucking great. Like he's got some decent like he's a little kid, right? So you can't judge this kid's acting, but No. Like for a kid, he's fucking great. Like physically, he's got some he's got some believable moves. Like he's yep. beating kids up that are like twice his size and shit, but you kind of buy it. Like the kid's a little star. Like he's he's great. And and, I- and he gets slapped and kicked in yeah. this fight like three or four times. Kane Kazugi got hit more in this ten-second fight than Steven Seagal did in every fucking movie he was in, like all in the his entire career, in his whole career. <laughs> Kane Kazugi <laughs> has taken more hits than Seagal, so that's why I give this man all the respect. And I like that he uses his environment. He's fighting these kids. He picks up
1: the the leaves and shit off the ground and throws it in the kid's face. Yeah, he does that a couple times. Like the choreography such as it is it's not bad dude like it's it's actually pretty good i i like it i, I can't i can't shit on this scene at all i think kane's really good in
0: this no yeah like no joke no joke like like yeah it was no well done around. And this kid, this kid had a lot of skills at however old he was, like seven or eight years old. Yeah. He's good. And you root for him because you've already seen his fucking brother die. So you're just like, right? oh no. <laughs> like, like this movie has already killed a kid. Like, don't do this to me again, movie. Kick this dipshit's ass. <laughs> Keep kick these yeah, assholes' kick, asses.
1: Kick these assholes. <laughs> he's actually he's gone on to a decent career in TV in Japan. They moved back to Japan. So he's uh him. he's pretty big in Japan. His brother, Shane, also does does movie acting. He was in. He was one of the ensemble samurais in the movie The Last Samurai.
0: Oh yes, yes, uh, that's Shane.
1: Right. So he 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 went up and did some of that. So they're they're still doing their thing. So Cho shows up here, takes Kane, and is like, I told you not to fight. Do not yell at him. He did no wrong. I did not bring him here to America to fight in the streets with fools. He's all pissed at him for fighting, and the grandmother's like, Hey, he didn't start it. Like, let him go. Blah blah blah. He did right. And we get kind of a cool little scene here where they cut to the dojo where. Cho is showing Kane his sword and is like this is sealed I put this behind me I'm not being a ninja anymore and Kane is doing his little sword kata and I'll tell you man again no fucking around it's good
0: yeah yeah it it is good like he's he's moving he's jumping he's hitting his poses he's looking like he's striking with a lot of power and accuracy like yeah for a, for a like not just for a little kid but for like anybody um yeah he looks dope and you know shokasuki's just like yelling words balance yeah. power focus focus and you're just like how, how, how is that happening how is that fucking happening and then of course <laughs> we have the sexy lady with the gi top and no fucking pants
1: i slink in the back i don't understand this kane goes over as she puts the hat on him she's literally like you just said comes in wearing a red gi top and no pants and that concludes part one of the podcast come back tomorrow for part two and then wednesday thursday friday for three four and the exciting conclusion part five If you would like to get the full podcasts, again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month. You can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help, and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punch and some violence so we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.